Welcome to Betrayal Trauma Recovery, BTR.org. I'm Anne. I'm sure you remember what it was like when you were searching for help, maybe for your husband, hoping to find the right program or therapist. That's why I started podcasting. I supported my husband through seven years of pornography addiction recovery, and not one therapist during that time told me I was experiencing emotional and psychological abuse and sexual coercion. I didn't want any other woman on the planet to be in the dark. If you're like the majority of my listeners, you're experiencing the type of abuse that's invisible and difficult to wrap your head around. Your husband is using porn or having affairs or lying to you, and you're getting the same bad advice about how to improve communication or your relationship. If you need support from women who totally understand, check out our daily group session schedule at btr.org group. We'd love to see you in a session today. One simple anonymous way to help spread the word is to click, follow, or subscribe to the Betrayal Trauma Recovery Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. While you're there, every five-star rating helps make this podcast more visible and will help save other women from getting the wrong kind of help, like a couple program that will make this type of abuse worse. For those of you who follow or subscribe to this podcast, thank you so much. Your support means so much to me. Here's a five-star review we received on Apple Podcasts. Amazing resource for both partners. This podcast has been one of the best things for my wife on this journey, by far the best resource out there and is only getting better. Not only has it been beneficial for my wife, but it has been beneficial for me. It has given me great insight into what my wife is experiencing and how my actions and abuse affect her. For anyone looking to learn more about sex and porn addiction, how it affects the family, the spouse, and the addict, this podcast is for you. Thank you so much for this review. I'm so grateful for your support, and I'm also grateful that every review helps isolated women find us. We have Coach Denali back on today's episode. If you did not hear last week's, please go there first, have a listen, and then join us here. We're just going to jump right into the conversation. Part of the reason I started BTR was because I would have made different decisions had I known different things, right? So I wanted everyone to know what I had learned and wanted everyone to be able to know that this was abuse because had I known I might've made different decisions earlier. I'm okay with the decisions that I've made because I just made the best decisions I could with what I knew, but it is awesome that when you get correct information, it can help you make better decisions, but I don't think we have to regret our past. Yeah. And I actually really love that. Everything that we do is a building block to the next place where we're going. And so offering ourselves forgiveness and grace and non-judgment for anything in our past is one of the best things that we can do towards healing because we're always doing the best that we can, right? We're all seeking to heal the very best that we can. So why would we say, oh, I was such an idiot then? No, no, I was not such an idiot then. I had things going in my life that led me to act or think in this way, which has now gotten me eventually to where I am now. And I love where I'm at because I'm still progressing. And I would encourage all women to do that because so many women either in a review on Apple podcasts or on our Facebook page or wherever, they're like, oh, I wish I would have found you sooner. And I always want to say you found us at just the right time. Yeah, I love that. BTR is all about healing. It's very evident to those of us going through it that betrayal, trauma, emotional and psychological abuse, sexual coercion, all those things cause betrayal trauma, that it really affects us physically. Can you talk about that? 
Yes. I am living evidence of how it affects us physically. And I think probably everybody listening to this podcast can look at their lives and say, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I've always been kind of a health fanatic. I've always tried to take care of my body, but stuff still happens, right? And now a lot of studies are showing that specific health issues, specifically autoimmune diseases, many of them come about because of trauma in life. And years ago, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And I knew where it had come from. I knew that trauma had really affected my body without really having the words for it at the time, because this was like 15 years ago. I knew that my body had stored what my mind and heart couldn't process. And that it just was sick of storing it. It got sick. My body got sick. And I was on a road of figuring out how to help my body. And part of that really was helping my mind and relearning that I could say no to things and that I could take a little bit charge of my life. Now, this is pre-recognition of specific abuse in my life, but I still knew that my body was carrying the trauma and I took a lot of care of my body and Miracles come in all different ways. And sometimes the miracle is just recognition, but sometimes the miracle is physical healing. And three years after my diagnosis, I went in to see my neurologist because I knew something was wrong. The medication I was taking was making me sicker and I felt great. I just didn't think I had MS anymore. And of course he said, it's not curable, but I did another MRI, the umpteenth MRI. And he said something like, I am honored to be your neurologist, but clearly a higher power is in charge here because if I did not know your history, I would never take you on as a patient. There's no sign of you ever even having had MS. I will not say cured because I'm a scientist, but I'll say I never need to see you again. And that is a little miracle and not everybody will have that same miracle, but it's just evidence that recognition of what my body has been doing and then trying to eliminate the things that are adding to the body carrying trauma really helped me physically. I think you said that was a little miracle. Um, That was a very large one. Huge. Yeah. (laughs) And so many of us are praying for a huge miracle, right? I don't know any Shiro who is currently being emotionally or psychologically abused or having to deal with the effects of sexual coercion, who is not praying for a huge miracle. I think I said this on another episode. I'm not sure if it's an upcoming episode or a past episode, but he said we were gardening and he said, mom, mom, our garden is beautiful. I love our garden. It's beautiful. It's a miracle how beautiful it is. And you know what makes the miracle happen? And I said, what? And he said, weeding. Oh, he's so wise. Yes. But I just thought, wow, you know, we do these little actions and we hope that they fruit something good, whatever actions that we take. And we take steps toward it and then miracles occur. And I love to think about the Israelites. They were set free. They're walking out and then the Red Sea is parted. If they had not walked across the Red Sea, right, they actually had to pick their feet up and start walking in spite of the fact that there was this big miracle. They could have literally just sat there and observed the parting of the Red Sea and been like, wow, that's beautiful and amazing. But they actually had to walk through it. And so part of it is praying for miracles. And then the second part is recognizing the miracles and picking our feet up and weeding or doing whatever thing is that we need to do 
and in your case, the things that you were led or guided to do for your health that enabled you to be healed. So we know God healed you, period, but you also took steps to make that happen. Yeah, and that's a really good point. I am strong in my spirituality and in my faith, and I give all glory to God for that. But I just don't think that God reaches in and fixes things that I think he works by natural laws and he inspires us and we need to make the effort. Effort is required. That's why what I said earlier in this podcast, healing is intentional effort plus time and surrender is such a beautiful truth. It's not just a, maybe if I surrender this, it will all turn out the way I want. Surrender is actually letting go so that whatever happens really becomes what you want. And so if I effort towards an outcome that I think will bring me peace and I get a different outcome, chances are it's going to bring me peace anyway. It just might not be the exact outcome I wanted. I just believe that God works that way. He is all knowing and all powerful. And in his all knowingness, he allows us to effort because that's really the only way that we can become more of what we want to be. Real quick before a response, there are a lot of so-called betrayal trauma therapists or coaches or groups out there, but they don't approach pornography use or infidelity as an abuse issue, or they try to quote unquote treat both the abuser and the victim in the same setting, which is unethical. So if you hear something in this episode you relate to, check out the group session schedule at btr.org group. We'd love to see you in a group session today. Now back to our conversation. And now back to my conversation with Denali. In this particular situation, it's good to effort toward peace and toward safety. If you're working toward peace, then you'll have different things come up along the way. If your goal is safety rather than a specific outcome, then God can lead you and guide you to that safety. And I, I think that's a good place to be is to know what you want to feel and know the type of life that you want and then work toward that and then let God guide you into what is right for you. I love the way you said that because too often in my life, I have had very specific things I wanted. I want to be pregnant by this date, you know, or whatever it is, like specific things. Whereas if I am putting my effort instead towards a state of being, that is what I'm going to be granted. No matter what that looks like, I will feel that peace, that joy, that resolve or courage. I mean, it can be anything. This year, my New Year's resolution was one word. It was courage. I decided to study the life of Christ in a way I hadn't before. I wanted to stop looking at all of his, quote, feminine traits, you know, mercy and grace and forgiveness and kindness. And I wanted to see those more, what we consider in our world, masculine traits, boldness and courage and all of that. And I studied and I saw courage everywhere. And I thought, I don't want to just set up boundaries. I want to be boundaried. I want to be courageous. I want to be bold. And I've worked towards it. And I will tell you, the miracles that have happened in my life this year compared to the miracle of eradicating MS from my life, oh, they're neck and neck. They're right up there together. And that you pointed out that if we put our work towards and our effort towards a state of being rather than a specific outcome, God's going to grant that for us as we work towards it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been working for a miracle in my life, or at least trying and failing miserably. <laughs> it is not happening, at least not yet. 
And part of me as I'm working with a coach is like, do I just give up or can I like change my mindset a little bit so that I can really grapple with my heart and figure out what is the thing that I'm trying to go for? And I think it's peace rather than a specific outcome. So now I have to figure out, okay, how can I feel peace in this very difficult situation that is ongoing rather than how can I get rid of this situation? Right. Because yeah, that's so hard because the situations cause chaos in our lives and turmoil and hurt, a lot of hurt and heartache, not just for us, but for the people that we care about. So we want the situations to be different. And sometimes they do become different. But I hear what you're saying there, Anne, that what we seek, sometimes we have to surrender the actual specific thing we're seeking, but still put our effort towards it. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, that's what I was going to say. I do not want women listening to this to think that I am saying, just don't worry about the abuse. Just continue to be injured and become at peace with it. That is not what I'm saying. I am not saying that. So in my specific situation, I have boundaried myself, you know, to the gills. (laughs) I am as boundaried as I can be. And I am still dealing with the problems because of my custody situation and because of the way that my ex acts and I can't completely stop interacting with him. And many of you are in that same scenario. So now I have done every single thing I can and now I'm just have to leave it in God's hands and start working toward peace. And I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm sort of out of other options because I've tried everything else. And I'm sure those of you who are listening have felt that way also, where you're like, man, I've tried everything. And a lot of women, when they try everything, especially when they go down the porn addiction recovery route, they try and try and try. And then they end up here at BTR because they're like, I've tried everything. I don't know what to do now. And when they come here, my hope is that as they make their goal safety, that they can start making their way to safety not knowing exactly what that will look like, but actually make progress. And I'm hoping to make progress in terms of peace in my situation. I love that. I love that. And it is really hard because so much is out of our control. And once we start to feel some control in our lives, we really want to control. We want the reins because safety does mean like our children not being around an abuser. And there's so much that it means, but we can't control all of that. And that's what's really hard is recognizing the agency of others is going to affect us and the people that we love. So what can we do about that? And that's where inspiration and study and prayer and talking with people who are safe. So it does damage to talk to people who are not safe, but you can figure that out, you know, talk to people who are safe. There are just wonderful steps that we can take to where even though we can't control the situation, we can control ourselves. And like, it sounds kind of trite, but it does bring peace. You know, what I love though, is that the miracles really are sometimes like your kids, they have you. That's a huge miracle. They have solidarity, support, love, strength. I mean, they have a model of somebody who, when they leave the chaos of the crazy, they get to come to peace. And that's the miracle. The kids, they should never have to go through this, but they have this comparison that other kids might not have, you know, Mm -hmm. and it gives them a leg up 
because we know what we've been taught, the struggle, it's the opposites, you know, the struggle against it makes us stronger. And I don't think Heavenly Father really likes it that we have to do that, but he also knows that that's where the growth is. To wrap up, if there are any women who, this is like their first episode that they've ever heard of the podcast, or they're just new to this abuse concept, what would you like to share with them? I would say, stop being afraid of the word abuse. And Go ahead and let your mind and your heart embrace that you are being injured. You have been injured and you are being injured and it's not your fault, but there is help out there that will get you on a road to healing and peace and where you can even feel joy and anticipation and excitement in your life again. It's a journey and it takes a lot of effort, but as hard as the journey is, it can be joyful too and we're here to help you. We get it. And we want to help you on that journey. Yeah. All of our BTR coaches have been through this. They understand abuse really well, and they can help you make your way to safety in whatever way that looks like. So thank you so much, Coach Denali, for coming on today's episode. Thank you, Anne. It's a pleasure to be with you. And I love BTR and what we're doing here. You can schedule an individual session with Denali at btr.org. Like all of our betrayal trauma recovery coaches, she facilitates several betrayal trauma recovery group sessions. So go to btr.org, check out our session schedule, and we'd love to see you in a session today. If this podcast is helpful to you, please help us reach other women by following or subscribing and giving us a five-star rating. Thank you for helping other women find us. If you've already purchased a copy of my book, Trauma Mama, Husband Drama, please circle back and give it a five-star rating. A lot of women are searching for books about betrayal trauma on Amazon, and rating Trauma Mama will help them find this podcast, which is free to everyone. Your donations keep this podcast going. Go to our website, btr.org, scroll to the bottom, click on Support the BTR Podcast. And until next week, stay safe out there.